0: breakfast we do have Esther Ush. she is program head at FNB money management Esther thank you so much for joining us this morning and welcome to the show how are you
1: good morning yes well and you thank you very much very early Monday morning
0: yeah Esther, it's quite early and I hope you got your cup of java <laughs> or whatever it is. I, do. <laughs> I do I actually spare in program last night so I walked into a hot cup of coffee this morning so Esther, can you just give us a better insight? It's always been difficult managing finances in a relationship, yes. balancing the act between who does what. Um But the COVID pandemic itself has brought a whole new dynamic when it comes to saving, when it comes to contributions, and the devastating effect on job losses as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, it, it, it has been a difficult, but as you said, the devastating thing that's happened to us. But there's a couple of considerations, you know, uh, and one of the good times at this moment in time is you can sit and you can actually review your finances properly. You can see where you've been spending money, what you haven't been spending money on. So, you know, in the last couple of weeks, the grocery bill has gone up. I mean, even my grocery bill has gone yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. On chocolate, uh, <laughs> <the> chocolate <laughs> has been a has been a big thing that's gone up in my world. But what has gone down It seems like transport and entertainment. So, you know, you freed up a little bit of cash there. So take that cash that you freed up there and then potentially take it and pay off your debt or start to emergency phase. And then it's quite a nice opportunity as our entire family to start looking and thinking what your financial goals are.
0: Mm. And uh, that may be... Th- that um Maybe reallocation of funding. You just saw maybe a random one point five five hundred rand, two hundred and fifty popping up. What should you possibly do with it uh, b- b- beyond the obvious, which is pay off your debts?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So the first thing that you need to do is if that money lying in your transactional account, your check account, to going okay, move it out of that account, hmm. put it into a savings pocket, or pay off your debt. Because if it is sitting in your in your normal transactional account and you see it, then there's that that um, sort of I can say almost need to spend it. So out of sight, out of mind, put it there. Or alternatively, start thinking about your long-term um, investment plans as well. Oh. You know, what, what about kiddie school fees? Or, or do you want to put it towards retirement? But remember, always oh, it's first step. is pay off your short-term debt, you know, that expensive unsecured debt, Then emergency savings. Once you've got those two things in place, then you can start thinking about the longer-term stuff.
0: And how do you endorse a saving culture? We've always been like, saving is good, saving is good. But what can practically happen in your life? I've seen those savings because my partner is in the financial stream. And then she asked me, and w- when my answer wasn't quick enough, she probably okay. realized that he actually hasn't gotten seen where the savings are. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: absolutely.
0: So, I mean,
1: there's a couple of savings. There's a normal sort of transactional savings that we've got um, – on a day-to-day, so, you know, using your e bucks to free up cash flow, then taking that cash and putting it into a savings account. Mm. But then it's that, that longer-term stuff of putting your savings account or putting your, your debit orders for your savings and your investments as close as possible to the day that you get paid. So it's almost that out of sight, out of, out of mind, you know. Mm. Or about it always say, save, then spend, don't spend, and then save. So, so set it up as a sort of a structured payment as soon as possible to, to your sort of um, payday.
0: If you're listening in, we are in discussion with Esther Ush, program head at FNB Money Management about the various financial decisions you should be making, you could be making, and um, how it can affect you now and uh, possibly prepare you for a post-COVID period, which we're all hoping for. But uh, while we are still in this uh, very challenging time, Esther, How can we ensure that our families are protected while changing or optimizing the various uh, money matters? It used to be like, no, stop it by the aisles, you used to tell your kids, listen, when we get to the sweet aisle, it's not going to (laughs) happen, but things have gotten a bit more complex now.
1: Now, things have become a little bit more complex, you know, open conversation is always a a good thing, open discussion Mm -hmm. is always a good thing, but we also think that there's a sort of four-step process that a person needs to go through. You know, the first step that you need to do is you need to, uh, and I know this is going to time where you need to think. Mm. You need to dream mm. and you need to reflect. You know, first do it for yourself and then put in your partner as your significant other. Think, dream, and reflect. Mm. What does your future look like? Where do you want to be in 5, 10, or 15 years' time? I know it sounds like an interview question, yeah. but you need to almost interview yourself. Where do I want to be financially in these next couple of years? And then bring your partner or your spouse in and have that same discussion with them. You know, so and then think, what are the things that you value? Do you value in five years or 10 years or even 15 years? Do you value financial freedom or do you value your kids? Do you value your house? Do you value travel? So, you know, make a list and and really, Mm. you know, sort of whiteboard it. Um, And and write all these things down. Then the next step, once you put everything down, the next step that you need to do is you need to prioritise. You know, it's great to have all of these things, but really, really prioritise. What do you value the most? Yes. Is it a financial, a stable future financial financial future? Is it your your kids? And then you need to pick sort of three or four Mm. of those those values because you know we only have a finite amount of money that's available. Mm. And then kind of
0: the next one. Yeah, I'm just thinking so, about that in terms of financial literacy and kids. Um, I, I'm t- Usually it's, no, children shouldn't be bothered with these kind of things. But I had a different perspective because a friend of mine grew up saying, listen, my mom and dad, I knew exactly how much the expenses were. And there's so much value when you actually start to adult. It's not a foreign concept. It's not something in a textbook or you lament your accounting teacher should have taught you. Yeah, yeah
1: so You know what? Kids are a little bit like sponges. Um, not only are they sponges financially, but they also watch what you do. Mm. They watch how you react to money. And I always say that you're raising the next generation of money managers. So if your relationship with money is easy cut, easy go, their relationship's is going to be the same. Mm. So you almost need to be a financial role model for your kid. And it is a case of sitting down and budgeting talking to them about financial decisions, talking to them, obviously not major financial decisions, but very much age-appropriate financial decisions. Mm. But, you know, have that discussion with them, get them used to these concepts exactly like your friend was saying. Mm. You know, it's, it's really important that they get used to those concepts early on, so that when they get sort of their first paycheck, they don't go out and have like you know, don't make all the silly mistakes that we do with the first paycheck.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. And that comes from, obviously, the first step you told us about prioritization. How do we then trade yeah. off an action? What does that mean and how do we do it?
1: Yeah, okay. Then you need to check where you're spending your money. What are the things that you're actually spending your money on at this moment in time? And then see, do you value those things? So the big question that you need to ask you is how much of what I spend goes to what I actually value? Hmm. So I've now said that my, the things that I value are I want a stable financial future, I want to travel, and I want to make sure that my kids have a good university or a good, good education. Then check what are, what are you spending your money on. If you're spending your money on things like cars or you know, entertainment, then you need to potentially redirect. You know? So make sure that you actually spend on the things that you value. And then see how much do you need for, for these things. You know, and break it down into small, manageable trucks. So if you want to, you know, buy furniture Mm. for a new home and it's going to cost you $50,000, put it over a 10, 12-month period, so break it down and say, I need to save $2,500 a month Mm. so that I can get to this. You know, and then really prioritize. Even put it on on a vision board or something like Mm. that so you can see it and it's something that you're working towards. And then, as i said to you, make sure that you've got that, um, that transaction, that debit order going off as close as possible to pay that.
0: Hoosh, that terrible debit order. <laughs> no, but it's
1: important. And, you know, of course. And, and, it's, and it's important that you, you set that up so that it's out of sight, out of mind. It's scheduled, it's automated. Mm. Just automate that transaction so that you don't have to worry, you don't
0: have to think about it. Mm. And then, of course, you can do it one month, and uh, I think um, the exercise is different, especially for the the kind of finance, financial management you're doing for the COVID 19 period. How do you make sure that the previous month's insights and everything that you did is continued into, into the next? Yeah,
1: so, you know, like with anything, it's important that you review this on a regular basis. So, if you're starting out many data definitely review it on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. But then, as you start getting into your groove and you've got this money thing going make sure that you do it on a quarterly basis and at the very least have a big financial check-in once a year that's once a year have a personal financial day where you sit down and you look at your entire financial position so you do the quarter the monthly am i spending on what i value my think dream reflect my prioritize my trade of action and then re- review that on a monthly basis. Then you can read it to a quarterly. and then once a year have that big financial check-in where you're making sure that everything is on track for yourself.
0: Hmm, I love that. Think, dream, reflect. What would those practical steps be? Just uh, in short, for those listeners who have just joined us in terms of thinking about it and uh, uh, dreaming and reflecting.
1: Yeah, so it's very important that you actually just get that whole sort of um, – Seriously consider it carefully. Have that vision board in front of you. Hmm? Make sure it's the things that you want, the, value, the values, that, the things that you really value that you put down on the, and, and over there. So that you can, I, it sounds very weird but you actually need to just let your mind go a little bit here. That, it, it, it's literally what it says. Think, dream, and reflect, and make sure that you've got that out there for you.
0: Mm, that's been ex- extremely insightful. And if you've just joined us, we are wrapping up the tail end of uh, our financial discussion with Esther Ush. He is program head at FNB money management, talking to us about how to manage your finances during lockdown. And then just lastly, Esther, small business owners that are just trying to keep their heads paddling above water. What's your advice uh, to them? And where would you say they should start with regards to really just managing everything between their families and their business?
1: It it, it is difficult. It is really, really difficult. And, you know, it's automatic sort of during this time that a person wants to sort of make drastic steps. Don't do drastic steps. Have a look and see if your financial institution has got some sort of relief available for you, um, which they should have. But also don't cancel the important stuff. Don't cancel the non-negotiable stuff. Things like... um, you know, your insurance and your medical, it's mm. very important that that stuff still continues because, you know, life still happens. Oh. You can still have a have thing. So make sure that, and also, you know, we've, the world had a massive wake up call with this COVID thing as well. Think, and, think, dream, and reflect and put yourself into a position that you're financially resilient against this type of not going forward. So as soon as you do through this, start paying off that short term debt. Put those emergency savings in place and put a big buffer in place. And if you're a business owner or a small business owner, have at least three months or even if you can aim for six months worth of um, funds and expenses so that you can manage the tough times.
0: It's Esther Osh, Program Head at FNB Money Management. All the best and thank you so much for your time and insights this morning. Please do be safe, Esther.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you and thanks for listening. Have a lovely Monday.